Welcome to Conversations, a podcast featuring conversations about life, theology, scripture, church, and everything in between. Hosted by Genesis Church in Mexico, Missouri. Find out more at www.genesisbegins.com. Well, oh, welcome to another podcast with conversations with Genesis Church, and I'm Jeff Stott, and I'm with Kate Shaw again. And actually, uh, Kate and I will be uh, discussing easily offended, what that means, and why we are, and what the Bible says about it t- today. But when we're done with this, Kate and I are actually going to start a uh, a four week series on anxiety. And uh, we're just going to unpack some things about <clears throat> uh, being anxious and fearful and everything that comes and depressed or whatever else comes with anxiety and what the Bible says about it. But uh, today we're actually concluding a series on emotional discipleship. And uh, we have gone through subjects like what is emotional discipleship? Uh, we have talked about um, anger, grief fear and jealousy um and uh and we conclude with easily offended so uh, i just want to remind everybody that when we're talking about emotional discipleship uh we're not talking about removing our emotions we are talking about redeeming them and we want to place them under the authority of christ and uh and help so in, in other words to help ourselves honor god and others with our emotions because God created us as an emotional being, and um, we want to honor him with that. Okay. Mm. All right. So let's just dive straight into this thing with being uh, offended. Um, All right. So, Kate, let's start with this question. Why is this subject worth talking about as believers? Well, I think in any of our walks and trying to become more Christ-like, you know, we, we must look at things that uh, make us less Christ-like. And for many of us, you know, how we react to certain situations and how we interact with people, um, how easily we are offended makes a huge difference. So, um, you know, when people see us as followers of Christ, you know, we obviously are being a representative of, of the Christian community. And so, you know, just trying to identify those things in ourselves, uh, like that is important. And I, after we decided to do this, this topic, I was noticing all the many ways that I must be easily offended ever since we came up with this, because it certainly is, is worth putting it in the spotlight for sure. Okay. I'm, I'm going to confess. Uh, now I'm about to say something I did in preparation for this, that I cautiously warn others, uh, you know, to do, Cause it's a good exercise. I didn't tell anybody I was doing this. Um, and for the last several days, uh, or actually for about a week, any time I felt offended, I wrote it down. Oh boy. <laughs> now, when you first start, you don't really, I mean, you really have to work at it because it, you're, it's so, it, it felt so normal 
know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Cause you know, people would say something or do something. And I felt like that was an attack on my self-concept or my honor in some way, even little things, you know, and, yeah. and we'll talk about what that is in a minute, which, so, and, and, uh, and so I, uh, was it yesterday, day before I, uh, told Pam what I was doing. No, Pam's my wife, for those who don't know. And she said, really? She said, well, were you offended a lot? And I went, yes. I said, more than I thought I was going to be. And so and she said, well, like what? And so I, and I just pulled up my phone and I was looking at my notes. And I said, well, the last one uh, was at the microwave 20 minutes ago. <laughs> which I'll share late. I'll share that later. But anyway, and so as we were talking about it, or I should say I was talking about it and she was listening. Um, you know, I, uh, I started thinking, you know, and I was looking at my notes, I'm thinking, you know, okay, I am more easily offended than I realized, you know, and I, and I, and I didn't like that. I didn't like that about myself. And I thought, and, and going into this, I really thought, well, I'm, I get offended, but I don't, man, I really just overlook stuff. I move on, you know what I'm saying? Which I do, but I began to realize how often I actually felt this emotion that we called being offended. Um, well, and isn't it interesting how the more we focus on certain things, the more to light they come, you know? So that's why this podcast is really valuable because it kind of makes us sit here and really inspect what am I doing day to day? And, you know, it's so easy to get used to just reacting a certain way. I mean, but I do have one important question. Were you offended at the microwave or were you standing by the microwave when you were offended? I just need to clarify that. Sometimes both. No, uh, it was actually uh, in, uh, you know, so Pam and I've already talked about this. It was actually Pam said something about uh, she was actually I was at the microwave. She was actually heating something up and it was what she was heating up. And so uh, and there wasn't enough left and it was supposed to be for the kids. I didn't know about it. And we had we had a grandkid over as well. And I said and she was telling me like, hey, you know, you shouldn't, you know, because I ate part of it for lunch. But her intent was to have it for the kids for supper. I didn't know that. She didn't tell me that. And, but she was upset about, irritated by it. So anyway, and I felt like, you know, like she was attacking me somehow. And I was going. So, okay. So it wasn't at the microwave itself. No, so, no. Okay. And, uh, I just needed to clarify that. So, yes, no, you know, once was, you get uh, irritated with inanimate objects, you know, I mean. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. So before we get deeper into this. <laughs> Uh, going through this little exercise of paying attention to being, uh, offended by things, I discovered that I was originally, I was struggling with making a difference between being annoyed and being offended. Okay. Okay. So for example, we got this cute little beagle. It was outside. So cute. Yes. And so uh, uh, anyway, it was outside and it was barking at something. And I'm sitting outside and I'm reading and, uh, you know, reading something really deep and important, I'm sure. And anyway, it, uh, the barking uh, was annoying me. And right. So, and I began to think, uh, and, and and I was thinking, okay. And I began to write that down. So that dog's offending. And I thought, no, it's not. 
It's not offending me. It's just yeah. annoying me. And, and I, I, so that made me think, I wonder if sometimes we get mad at people thinking they're offending us when really it, it's really in the category of just, they're doing something that annoys us. And that goes back to the anger uh, 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 podcast with Billy Johnson. And so, because that's one mm -hmm. level of being angry, just being annoyed. Uh, and so, so with that said, the microwave does annoy me because sometimes the 30 seconds, it just takes too long to heat that thing up. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on, microwave. What's your problem? Um, anyway. All right. So, uh, what, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Uh, oh, why is it important? Why is the, yeah. yeah okay. All right. Oh, by the way, sometimes I think I offend myself. That's another conversation. Uh, I mean, it, it, when you dive into this, you really have, you have thoughts that make sense to you, but it makes no sense just by itself like that one. Okay, so here's what the Bible says. We're going to start with Proverbs 19.11, which is uh, probably the most famous verse on being offended. Uh, and it says, Proverbs 19.11, so good sense makes one slow to anger. And it is his glory to overlook an offense. So, all right. So in that verse, they're obviously connecting being offended and being angry at the same time. So, I mean, I think that's where we kind of get confused between annoyed and offended, being angry and being offended because they're, they're, they're so closely related. Because when we are offended, we do get angry most of the time. Um, and so really, they're the same thing, two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Uh, so... Uh, in talking about being offended, um, so I'm going to ask you a personal question. And if you don't have to share if you don't want. Uh, what are you, you? What do you find in yourself that you're usually offended? What, what offends Kate Shell? You know, I I was thinking about this question, and I think probably the most. Well, there's a few. It's usually at work, honestly, like I hate to say that, but it's usually at work and it's usually over email. So, um, <laughs> so I'll just preface it with that. Um, I'm very rarely offended by people in person, just, just saying. So I think maybe I, I might be missing some context in emails, but I think one of the things that probably offends me the most is when people misunderstand my intentions. So if my intentions are good, but someone misunderstands them as not, um, that, that bothers me because what is that? That's like a hit on my integrity, you know? So it's kind of a self, you know, it's kind of a selfish thing. Um, the other thing is that when people violate unspoken rules, um, you know, if there's some sort of like office etiquette or email etiquette or things that, you know, I don't know, I, I'm always, when I respond to emails, I try to be really nice in my responses, you know, to emails, but some people, man, they're just in with the one word, one word answers. It's real easy to read into that. Like, oh, they must be mad or, oh, they must be, you know? So I think, I don't know. I think a lot of mine is just not wanting people to misunderstand me, uh, wanting to make sure that people um, communicate with with me in the way that I, maybe my expectations for them are, which is probably not fair. Um, just being honest. And then, I mean, I'm a person with anxiety. I mean, we're getting ready to have a series on that. So I have experience with that in a lot of ways. 
And I think when you have anxiety, there's just always this constant worry that people are misunderstanding you and people like, you know, so I think that's just the biggest part of it for me. And, um, and, and it's mostly at work. I don't know why that is. Well, uh, you know, as I was thinking through this being offended thing, uh, and I was thinking throughout my history. Uh, and so, uh, I, okay. So I am an overthinker. All right. So, uh, I usually over prepare, overthink, overwrite, <laughs> over comment, over talk. Uh, I will say this though. Uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm learning how to overlook an offense. Okay. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, uh, and as we go through this, today uh uh i mean i've got numerous examples of where i had offended people and knew it afterwards and where uh they had offended me and uh most of the time they didn't know it uh and they didn't need to know it it wasn't like a sinful offense it was just it's so okay when we're talking about offense and and this is hard to understand um when we are offended, that is more about us than the person offending us, whether the offense was intentional or unintentional. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll see that as we move through this and it reveals more about us. And, um, uh, when we are offended, that is really like a, uh, engine light going off. There is something there that that statement that person said that has touched something that is sensitive within us you know and um and whether that's our insecurity or anxiety or whether that something to do with our self-concept which we'll talk about in a moment uh or something to do with our honor and uh, whether it's perceived or real it doesn't matter it, uh being offended has a lot more to do with us because most of the time people are not trying to offend, you know, they are, um, just having a conversation and sometimes they're just poor communicators, you know, uh, but it's how we receive it. And so I think, and and Oh, by the way, when you, here's a little insight. When I was studying what the Bible had to say about being offended, one of the takeaways for me was the majority, the majority of the scriptures that I came across, um, dealt with the person being offended. Like this verse here, it's, it is his glory to overlook an offense. And most of the scriptures on being offended are talking to the one being offended and not the one who offends. Now there are a few out there. It says, don't lie. Don't slander. Don't that kind of stuff. Don't be rude. Uh, and that would be to the person, but when it's specifically talking about offense of being offended, it's to the one who was offended, which tells me I can't do a whole lot about that other person, but I can do a whole lot about me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's how God is approaching this. And so that's why he says things overlook and off just overlook it. You know, you can only control you. You cannot control them. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, let's, let's just go ahead and dive into uh, the actual meaning of being offended. Um, all right. Let me see. 
All right. Okay. So uh, we've already mentioned this a little bit, but um, all right. Here is the definition that we're working on or working with in this podcast. When we're talking about being offended, to be offended is to have one's honor and self-concept attacked, whether real or perceived. Okay. So when your honor is attacked, real or perceived, you will feel offended. So when you feel like your honor is being attacked, you feel like someone is trying to damage your reputation. Um, you know, this can feel like a character assassin assassination. Uh, this is when they're slandering you or defaming you in some way. And the Bible has a lot about all that. Uh, so that somehow it feels like they're attacking your honor, your integrity. I think you mentioned that a while ago, uh, Kate. Mm -hmm. uh, the other aspect is this self-concept. So you're, you're going to feel offended when your self-concept is challenged, real or perceived. Uh, and your self-concept is a collection of beliefs about yourself. Your self-concept answers the questions like, who am I? You know, how am I doing as a person? Your self-concept may involve you being a spouse, a parent, an employee, a student, a woman, a man, single, married, rich, poor, white, black, it doesn't matter. It's just your self-concept. Uh, this will include things like your sexual orientation, your gender, ethnic background, religion. And when an area of your self-concept that is important to you is attacked or challenged, you will often feel insulted, you know? And so that's why some men get feel insulted if you attack their manhood in some way you know what i'm saying uh, you know and the same for women and um uh and and the person may not mean anything by it, you know with what they're saying but somehow we we feel offended um the self-concept also includes uh thoughts like this about ourselves uh we may we may think of ourselves as a good friend or a nice person or a hard worker you know, good spouse, good parent, whatever. And uh, when those concepts about ourselves are challenging, if we think we're a nice person and someone says something that implies that we're not, we will feel offended. Now, we may be a mean person, but we think we're a nice person, okay? But we're still going to be offended because it's our self-concept. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, and I wanted to unpack that because as we go through this, I'm going to refer back to, you know, your honor and your self-concept, you know, as we go through some of the stuff. Um, and uh, when I was going through the last week evaluating, I, I was, you know, when I was get offended, I, I would think, okay, <clears throat> okay, is this attacking my honor? Is this, is this something attacking myself? Con what concept about me is it violating, or at least in my head, is it violating? And I want to, again, I want to tell you, <clears throat> I caution, I, I want to encourage you to do this exercise. Those who are listening, just take a week. Don't tell anybody. All right. <laughs> and don't address anything, you know, just pay attention to when you're offended and just write it down and then go back and just say, okay, what, why was I offended? Why, why, why would that even offend me? Uh, uh, and just begin to talk to God about that and look what the Bible has to say. So and we'll help you through that today a little bit. You know, the one thing, Jeff, that that kind of sticks out to me in the, just the overall definition of being offended is it is so much about your identity. 
And, you know, as Christians, we're supposed to have our identity in Christ. And so I think that's very interesting because, you know, if we truly feel that our whole self is identified by our relationship with Christ and being in God's family, you know, it's definitely makes you really stop and think about it when you see, you know, yourself. Cause I mean, I do it, obviously we've talked about it. You and I both do it. So it just really makes you stop and think, wow, you know, where is my identity at? What, what is important to me? You know? And I think it's really a great idea to write it down because that is the way that you can force your brain to just really think about how am I handling these things, you know, and, and change maybe how you move forward next time. Yeah. Uh, people are not going to change, uh, unless they're aware. And, and what we're talking or what you're talking about is emotional awareness. And the thing is, is that the Bible talks about, we are hidden in Christ. Okay. Here, here's the thought. If I'm actually hidden in Christ, then, um, and I can't be seen <laughs> if you take it that way, you know, I am buried in him. I'm hidden in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then if my identity is in him, it shouldn't really matter at all what anybody else thinks or says about me. It should be near impossible for my self-concept to be offended if I am fully buried, hidden in Christ, because that's yeah. my identity. I mean, it just shows how much we place value in what others think about us, you know, way too much. Yeah. Way too much. So much. Um, and I'm not talking about mean people. Let me talk about nice. We place too much value in nice people, what they think about us, you know, well, I got to do this because I don't want to make, you know, him mad or her mad, you know, cause you know, they're, they're my friend or whatever. And, uh, uh, anyway, I'm about to get on another soapbox there. All right. So, <laughs> because it's about it goes back to people pleasing you don't say if you go if you get into the people pleasing thing we're going to talk about some of that in the next few weeks anyways that's exactly right yeah 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 Uh, (laughs) all right so there's another verse i I do want to mention here um it is first peter chapter three verse nine it has something interesting to say it says okay don't repay evil for evil Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't retaliate with insults when people insult you Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do. So, uh, all right. I I was, again, this is self-evaluation, evaluating myself. I found myself when I was insulted uh, or felt insulted. uh, I didn't, I didn't retaliate, but in my head, my retaliation was always going to be worse than what somebody gave me. Because here's, here's my, here's my thought. I don't think when we do retaliate, we don't ever think this way. Oh, they just insulted me. So I'm going to give them an equal insult. Okay. So they were evil to me. I need to, I need to give an equal evil back. No, that's not what we do. What we do is, oh, they were mean to me. Well, I'm going to be meaner. Okay. If they insulted me, I'm going to insult them more. Okay. Cause I, I mean, I tell you what I, have read that verse right there to my three boys on the way to school so many times (laughs) trying to explain that 
Yes. Um, man, it's a really good thing that people can't read, read our minds. I mean, yes. to be completely honest with you, because I am telling you the stuff that has been concocted up in here when, you know, when somebody says something or does something, oh my word. Ugh. Okay. Uh, in conjunction with this being offended, I've been doing some uh, extra study on what it means to die to self. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, if we go back to our definition of that self concept of who I think I am, now if I'm going to die to myself and myself is dead and I'm hidden in Christ, yeah, you, can, you cannot offend. You, can, you can't offend a dead person. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. You see what's happening here. Yeah. And one of the ways you can, one of the ways I think we know if we've really died to ourselves is how easily it is that we get offended. So true. So what that tells me is, I got some work to do. Same here. I've got to figure out, learn by God's grace on what it means to die to myself so and uh, it might take us the rest of our lives but uh thankfully god has a lot of patience with us he does you know okay just percentage wise let's just say hypothetically i am dead 25 percent. okay that's not possible but we're just going to go with it you know a person cannot be dead it's like a person like well i'm 25 percent pregnant you, just, you know you're either pregnant or you're not okay but let's just go with it, okay 25 percent dead all right, I do know that the more I die to myself, um, the more full my life will be because that is what Jesus actually said. You know, if you want to follow me, you got to take your cross and die to me. And it's in yep. him we have abundant life. And if you want to gain life, you have to lose your life. You see what's happening here? Mm -hmm. And again, I'm telling you, when you're offended, it says more about you than it realizes. It just, we just have to take the time to learn how to examine ourselves, you know, uh, peel back them layers and, and go to those dark places we don't want to go because uh, it's discouraging when you look at yourself apart from Christ, you know, anyway. But I, I, I will say this. I am thankful because you can become, if you're, okay, if you have a tendency to be down on yourself, if you start evaluating yourself, you can beat yourself up pretty quick and we don't want people doing that because you're, you know, by you're forgiven, you know, there's no combination of those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh, you know, God's grace and mercy is all over. You're covered in the blood of Jesus, you know, and um, that's why I say be cautious. I mean, it's necessary to be cautious when you start evaluating yourself. Um, when you start keeping a list of every time you're offended, <laughs> Because you can start thinking, I am a terrible person. Why am I so, I'm so immature. What's wrong? Well, if you take nothing else from this podcast, at least know that there are at least two other people out there <laughs> that struggle with the exact same thing. <laughs> all, right, so, uh, all right. So last night, okay. In my house on Wednesday nights, we have a live group that, and, and uh, there were several people in the living room and before they, we had come about 30 minutes early before we actually get started. And we were talking about stuff. And one of the things that came up was this podcast. I had mentioned that you and I were going to be doing one on being easily offended. And, um, and so, uh, and I shared with them my little journey over the past week and about keeping this list. And so 
from there on out, uh, it's like from there on out, every time somebody says something, they said, no, Jeff, I, I don't want to offend you. I hope I didn't offend you with that. It's like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> you just said, hey, am I on that list? Am, am I on that list that you've been? <laughs> and I finally said, yes, every one of you are on this list. <laughs> so, but they weren't. But anyway, it was just like, okay. All right. Um, all right. Let's see here. Um, we um, need to move on here. All right, so we've been talking about what uh, being offended is. Now, and just keep in mind that there are going to be people who will intentionally offend you and people who will unintentionally offend you. And we're just trying to help you think through the process of what it means to be offended and how to react. And uh, I mean, Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have trouble. And part of that trouble is people are going to offend you. Um, so, uh, Kate, <clears throat> here's another question for you and I. Uh, how do you communicate to others when you have been offended? I mean, how do they know when you choose to reveal that you've been offended or maybe you don't know you're revealing it, but how do you know when, how do others know when they have offended you? I guess that's what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> uh, so I'm laughing at this because I can tell you there's probably maybe like, one person in the world and that's probably my husband that knows when I'm offended but most people will never know because I just don't I, I don't want to project that you know back onto them because nine times out of ten I know I'm being offended and probably I shouldn't be and so I nine times out of ten I will react exactly the same no matter whether I'm offended or not um, and that's just because I have, I try to have an incredible amount of self-control and I do not like to, um, respond negatively, but, um, with my husband, he would tell you, you know, Kate, why are you being moody? You know, or, or, uh, my body language, I mean, would tell you probably, um, my tone of voice would tell you, um, you know, just not. I mean, like I said, he sees a totally, he sees everything, the real, you know, everything unfiltered with me, you know, so he's definitely, he's definitely witnessing all of those little, little things, you know, if it's really bad, you know, I, I have no problem being honest with people about it, you know, cause I, I don't like to hold on to things. I actually stay mad for like an hour and then I'm done. But, um, but yeah, so I would say, sadly, most, most of the time you would never know. Um, but, but I, I'm sure I, I'm definitely give pretty good signs to the people closest to me. Um, I'm going to say that is true for me as well. Uh, I think John would know exactly when I'm upset. No, uh, for me, it's, <laughs> no, I, I, for me, uh, yeah, uh, Okay, so uh, Pam and I was having were having a conversation the other day about uh, emotional awareness, and uh, she, I said, out of the people in the house, meaning me, her, the adults, and her mother, her mother Elizabeth, so my mother-in-law. So, <clears throat> um, out of the three adults in the house, who is the most emotionally aware? And so she said, "Well, she said I would be number one, and then her." And then her mom, and uh, and I and I agreed with that. And so, uh, 
and I am, I'm the, I'm probably not, no, not probably. I am the most emotional person in the house, not meaning moody, just meaning, uh, you know, because I'm, you know, I did. Okay. In a previous uh, conversation uh, episode, we talked about my dissertation being on emotional discipleship. So, you know, I'm, I'm very aware of people's emotions and my emotions and uh, it doesn't mean I got it all figured out, but I, I do know with me, I am, I'm very aware of my own feelings and, but the problem with me though is, is that I, I will bury them quick because that's how I was raised in an alcoholic home and that was my emotional trigger. Something crazy happened, bam, flatlined emotionally. And you just, you don't, can't tell if I'm angry. You can't tell if I'm sad. You can't tell if I'm depressed unless I intentionally let you know. I mean, cause like, like you, I just respond the same way. But however, if you know me well enough, you can see, you can see these little signs. You know what I'm saying? And for one is if you say something to me and I have nothing to say, you've either just annoyed me or you've just offended me. <laughs> because for me, it's like, if I don't have anything good to say, I don't say nothing at all, man. <laughs> and so uh, if I go quiet, um, you know, you, you know, we've got, we've got a, we've got an engine light going on and, uh, inside of me. And, uh, and I'm not an angry person. I don't lose my temper. I don't yell. I don't cuss. I don't do all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't throw things and I thank God for that. Uh, cause I was in a home that did yell and throw things and, you know, but, um, and that may be part of how God got me away from all that was that. Well, I you know, I have a, I have a question for you, I guess. And yep. we might be talking about this later, but, you know, what is the proper way to respond? Because if, you know, the Bible does say it's okay to be angry, mm -hmm. you know? So at, at what point is this, um, you know, what is a healthy way to respond when you are easily offended? You know, a, a biblical way to respond. I mean, is it to acknowledge that in your own self and, you know, what, what would you say to that? Okay. I would say, uh, first of all, most of the time, uh, let's go back to that verse we looked at a while ago, uh, overlook it. Okay. Just, you just gonna have to overlook it. You, the most offenses just going to overlook. However, there are some offenses that step over into the sin category. Okay. So in, uh, for example, like in Matthew 18, uh, in verse 15, it says, if another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the offense. Okay. All right. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won the person back. All right. So there are times where something, somebody's going to say something or do something that is offensive to a point where you really feel like you need to have a conversation about it. Okay. Uh, they have sinned against you with it. And, but the first step is to go privately to them and talk to them. So, okay. So what are some of these offenses that would be sinful, you know, that you might want to talk to somebody about? Well, um, all right. So I'm just going to rattle some of these things off. Um, you know, if they have slandered against you, okay, that would be one. Okay. Um, if they have, uh, gossiped, 
and that offended you, you know, they violated your honor. Remember the definition of being offended is that my honor or my mm -hmm. self-concept has been attacked. So gossip attacks one of those. Um, yeah. They are complaining about you all the time. It's, it's persistent. Okay. Because Philippians 2.14 talks about complaining as a sin. Uh, they're using harsh words or, and there's scripture reference. Oh, by the way, everything that we're talking about today, listener, um, I've actually written an article and it's going to be on my blog site called truthappliedjs.com. And, uh, and there is more stuff there than what we talked about. Uh, and so and there's scripture references and a lot of these things, uh, that we talked about. So check it out. Um, so anyway, um, so you have these deceit oh deceit's another one um and sometimes failure to speak up uh uh in the bible it talks about uh when we don't speak up and i think there are times where our honor our self-confidence is offended when somebody who we love and that has claimed that they love us they don't defend us they didn't speak up on our behalf and we're offended you didn't you didn't try to protect my honor you didn't you know, why didn't you say something, you know, why didn't you defend? So, um, so with all that said, um, I think there are times where it, it, it's going to be up to the individual, but I think again, most of the time it's better to overlook things and not take things to heart, uh, and really just blow it off. And, uh, because most of the times we're, most of the time we're offended, it has something to do with something in us that we're sensitive about. And we'll talk about that in a moment. And, um, uh, but now again, I would say this, if they say something and you feel it starting to rise up that anger and you're wanting to pay back evil with evil, that's not a good time to talk. I do think you need to wait, um, go privately, like the Bible says, sit down with them, uh, and stay calm and, uh, and explain to you, explain to them say, Hey, it hurts me when you say this, you know, uh, mm. and be honest with you, most people just are uncomfortable talk, having a real conversation about how mm. they feel and their emotions and to say, you know, I, I don't feel like you love me when you say this. I don't, I don't feel like you're my friend when you say this, you know, mm. and, um, those I are necessary. Yeah. You point out a really important way to approach people as well. I mean, I've had a lot of success with going to individuals directly about things, you know, when things are like, like we talked about. And one of the biggest things um, is to, you know, using statements like you're making, you're making a lot of I statements. I feel this when you do this and it's less, well, you are doing this, you know, and, and it's important to let people know, you know, how it affects you as well um, upfront and not focusing just on, well, you're a horrible person <laughs> or you're, you know, just pushing them down as, you know, the main topic of conversation. But I think that you bring a valid point with that for sure. Yeah. And another thing on this is that, uh, when you talk to them, uh, I promise you if, if they are not emotionally aware of your emotions and themselves, and they don't have very much emotional maturity, um, they are going to say something like this in response. You're too sensitive. They're going to put the blame back on you. Okay. So at that moment, you're going to want to defend yourself. You're going to want, you know, you're going to want to yeah. repay back evil with evil. Don't do it. And, um, uh, and, and here's what I say <clears throat> to those who, um, are sensitive. 
Okay. Um, everybody is sensitive somewhere on some issue. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and sometimes people will say something that bumps up against that sensitivity. Okay. So this is strange to me and I don't know why we do this. Um, there are some people who, okay, they have physical, you know, have you ever like broken a bone or something? You ever gotten an area? Actually, I have not broken any bones, knock on wood. Oh, uh, well, we're going to change that next time I see you. Oh, gonna, good. Oh, Can't oh, wait. Yeah, because you need this as an illustration. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for those who have broken a, a bone or fractured something or had a, a deep bruise from something, <clears throat> that area is going to be very sensitive. Okay. Now, uh, let, this is disgusting for those who have not broken bones or fractured bones. Have you ever had a sore or a zit that's very sensitive? Okay. Most people have. It's like, don't touch that. And so um, what happens is, it, but we don't really make fun of that. I mean, it's just like, wow, they got a broke leg, man. Don't be, don't be that bruised. Look at that. Oh, don't touch that, man. That's going to hurt. And they'll say, oh, okay. They see it. They get it. They're not going to be poking that bruise, you know? However, what's weird about people is that once we discover that somebody is sensitive emotionally in an area, we can't stop poking it, you know, and we bring it up, it's, you know, and we make fun of it. And, and on the inside, we're just hurting that person. And, um, cause we think it's funny. <laughs> and, uh, um, <laughs> so what I'm saying is just be prepared when you are actually having a conversation with someone they're going to retaliate if they take it wrong and they'll go, Oh, you're just being sensitive. You're over sensitive. You're hypersensitive. And yeah. you're the one with the problem, not me, you know? Uh, well, at this point, there's, there's two people with two problems. You know, one is sensitive for some reason they're assaulted by whatever's being said, but that was a sin against them that you said, Hey, this is really detrimental to our relationship. Uh, mm -hmm. anyway, that's kind of my, uh, thoughts on that. Well, I, I think that it, at least in my experience, people kind of just take it one of two ways. They either, they either will say, oh my gosh, I didn't know. And I'm sorry. Or they will do exactly what you said, which I think at which point I usually just absorb that and say, well, maybe I am too sensitive and move on, you know, but, but at least they're aware. I mean, it, I think it definitely helps to still bring it up regardless of whatever reaction you see out of them. You never know how they're going to be thinking about that whenever they, move on from the conversation, you know, that initial response may be defensive um, as a protection mechanism. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are times where I know I'm just too sensitive, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, it's, they're not sinning against me. It's just that, okay, man, it's, this is just something I'm struggling with and I know it and I don't bring it up. But then there are times where I feel like um, I have to have a conversation with them and say, Hey, you know, be careful here on this one, because for some reason this hurts and I don't know why. And, uh, and I don't like it. And uh, you're not going to get, and if, you know, if you keep saying this, you're not going to, you're not going to get the best from me. You're going to get, you're going to get the bad Jeff. And, um, and you don't want the bad Jeff. You want the good Jeff. No, <laughs> nobody wants to see the bad Jeff. Breaking um, legs and <laughs> Oh, okay. By the way, talk about breaking legs. All right. One day I was, uh, 
this is several years ago now it's a household joke uh okay i'm one of these people that takes the remote control of the tv and I'm i just so shocked. shocked yes and i'm the one who changes the channel goes from one thing to the next i'll watch something go not nah, not interested next nah, not interested next <laughs> that kind of thing and i'm also the one that will be watching something i'll pause it make a comment and then start playing and make and uh so it drives Pam nuts. Okay. And so uh, one day Pam said, well, this is probably about 10 years ago, but again, it's now part of our culture here at the Stott household. She said, if you change that channel one more time, I'm going to break every one of your fingers. <laughs> so now, now yeah. when somebody does something we don't like, we immediately go, if you do that one time, I'm going to break every one of your fingers. And so we're, what you're we're... saying is Pam's the one we should be afraid of. Yes, I am. <laughs> He's looking to the side like, is she coming? Is she coming? We love you, Pam. <laughs> you keep him in line. Uh, okay, so Kate, I forgot to do something. I meant to write down what time we started this podcast. <laughs> uh did you happen to pay attention um it was i no i i don't yeah okay yeah i'm sorry yeah that's okay and because uh i don't there's not a clock on this thing for me <clears throat> and so i normally have to just look at the time um okay so i tell you what i i, I would like to do um I would like to go ahead and move this into a part two. Um, and so, and come back to this. And then I want to get into this question uh, deeper about why are people easily offended and, uh, and go through the, some of the things that we had uh, uh, prepared to talk about. And because uh, I think that would help people understand why they are offended and why other people are offended that they understand what's happening behind that feeling of being offended. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and because we could, you know, people, you know, the, the generic answer to any question of why people do things or, or they get her, well, it's the sinful nature, you know, and well, that's true. Um, however, when you get, when you take the subject sinful nature and you step down deeper into it, it gets very specific and there are, there are reasons um, why you feel offended and why you don't and why one person can be offended by one statement, another person not offended by it at all. And, and so that that's going to take some unpacking. Uh, so I think what we'll do is we'll end it here. And so we've already talked about uh, what it means to be offended. We've talked about, uh, we've given some examples of being offended and we talked about what the Bible says a little bit about how to respond uh, and that's another thing at the next episode, we'll, we're going to actually go through some principles of how to deal with offensive statements and, uh, intentionally or unintentionally that people say, and how as a Christian, how can we respond? And we'll, we'll talk more about that as well. Uh, all right. Uh, Kate, any last comments before we wrap it up? Nope. Uh, thanks for having me on here today. And I'm looking forward to finishing the conversation. Yeah. Same here till next time.
Thank you for listening. This has been Conversations. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to click subscribe and leave us a great review. And to find out more about Genesis Church, please visit www.genesisbegins.com.